to the Vagabond Way podcast. The journey goes ever on with The Long Road. This episode, Out of the Darkness. Continuing their journey through the American wilderness, discovering the myth, moonshine and madness of the southern states, The Long Road present their new EP, Out of the Darkness, which is released today. Kev takes us to a record store in the Harvard University campus, and the bishop, that's me, I take us through some of my baking experiments from the last couple of weeks. The Vagabond Way podcast featuring The Long Road is exploring the world of the troubadour, the adventurer, the vagabond. The world isn't beige, it isn't processed, it's authentic, it's rich and it's real. If those are the sort of sentiments that make your brain light up, then hop on board. We are embracing all of those things, we're celebrating all of that, and we'd love it if you joined us on the journey. Chris the Bish Leiden, welcome back to the podcast. It's lovely to be back after a week off last week. Uh, in some ways it feels like much more than a week has passed, but also it feels like it was just yesterday that I was last speaking to you. Time is a funny thing, isn't it? Uh, I hope you're all well and surviving the world in its current state. It's all we can do right now is keep on chipping away, isn't it? Anyway, exciting day here at Vagabond HQ. Our new EP, Out of the Darkness, is out today. This is a, a four-track EP, uh, and we're going to delve deep into it in our chats today, just a few moments. Um, we're also releasing our new music video today for the third track on this EP, which is called Do You. Uh, so just search for Do You, Steve Bonham and The Long Road on YouTube, uh, and you should find it. Or you can check out our link tree, which is linktr.ee slash the vagabond way uh, for all of the links to our current bits and bobs as many of you know the big man kev moore he's been trekking the camino trail in northern spain the last few weeks well good news kev has made it to santiago uh, i think in the end he, he walked closer to 600 kilometers uh, which i mean to me is just like mind-blowing um Judging from his regular uh, Facebook posts, it seems to have been quite the journey, uh, but we are looking forward to being able to catch up with Kev soon to talk about what the experience has been like. Uh, but fear not, listeners, we do still get to hear from Kev today. Um, he recorded us at a Kev's Cafe Corner before he went off on his trek, uh, and he's also done a, a short snippet on the Out of the Darkness EP whilst he's out on the road, uh, which we're going to put in today's show as well. Our usual reminder that if you like this podcast, you might like our YouTube show, The Transatlantic connection show the latest episode of that was out just a couple of days ago uh, and it features the second part of our chat with mal mcwatt uh, a great scottish singer songwriter with a, a passion for music connected to his heritage uh, and also a chat with simon birds an independent radio dj who has just started his own radio station arc radio just search for the transatlantic connection show on youtube or facebook and you should find us Anyway, on to today's content. First up, I'm going to present Kev's little missive about Out of the Darkness, which he recorded for us whilst he's out on his trek. And then we've got me and Steve chatting our way through the, the new EP, particularly the, the new songs, which are just out today for the first time. They are called Do You uh, and Waiting on a Storm. So I'm going to hand over to Kev now. <laughs> coast of Spain in a town called Luarca and um, I want to share my thoughts on our third EP of our series Out of the Darkness. We've released two songs from it so far, Bridge Across the River and uh, If There's a God Out Here and they really have set the tone 
for this EP. It's it's quite dark. It explores a lot of deep issues. Obviously, there's a strong um, thread of storytelling as there is with all all our long road stuff running through the songs. And the other two songs that you have yet to hear from this EP uh, are quite special too. Waiting on a Storm kind of draws on the darkness of God out here and yet there's a the little sort of pinch of melancholy coming into it that then leads us into the um, almost deeply romantic um, waltz time, really, of Do You, which um, Bish does a bit of a tour de force on the, uh, on the tuba, beautiful melody going on, counter-melody behind everything. Uh, and I'm attempting to um, play the brushes on the drums as best I can. Um, but yeah, I'm waiting on a storm. Um, Steve's got a really plaintive sort of slide guitar figure going on on his national, and that that sounds marvellous. But Bish's piano work on that is great. You know, it's you can just imagine him sat there with his hat on in a Western saloon, just banging out that great piano work. And um, I think it really suits suits the mood. And I think as a collection of four songs, they really gel together beautifully we spent a long time a lot of agonizing over the order and how we were going to attribute the songs to each ep it's it wasn't an easy task and it was it was it took a lot of thought as to how we wanted them to uh to appear and, and to appear cohesive and, and what have you um and i think uh the ep generally just takes a listener on a on a journey you know the the uh, bridge across the river with its its great story of the uh, preacher trying to save everybody's souls and um, the lost souls out in the wilderness of uh, God out here. Uh, there's a line in Waiting on a Storm that Steve uses, there are men with guns and dogs coming after me. I mean, if that doesn't make you look over your shoulder, I don't know what will. We're very proud of this EP and uh, we hope you enjoy it as much as we did making it. So today is the day where we release our third EP in this grand scheme of EP releasing and it's called Out of the Darkness. Um, it's out now today. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. It's on Amazon. It's on Bandcamp. It's on all those places where you can buy our music and listen to our music. Um, and Out of the Darkness features two songs, which two singles we released. Um, one in September, one in uh, the start of October, uh, which are, if I remember the names, oh, uh, the on, one a bri- is- on a bridge across the river, and then the most recent single. If there's a god out here. If there's a god out here. And then the two new songs which are coming out on this EP today are um, Waiting on a Storm. It is. And Do You. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to have a little chat about them. Um, Kev isn't with us. Kev is currently, as we speak, still finding himself in the wilds of northern Spain, um, sending more and more Facebook updates, more than we thought would be possible for a man living without electricity for three yeah. weeks. Uh, it's quite remarkable how often he's... Living on Facebook. chocolate and churros... 
but hopefully Kev will be able to send us a little missive from the, the wilds of northern Spain um, via, via his phone for this podcast. Um, but me and, me and Steve thought we'd have a chat about yeah. um, the, 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 the new EP today. I mean, how does this fit into the bigger picture of things, I suppose? That's one, one thing to think about, isn't it? Because we are releasing these EPs gradually, smaller chunks of music, but more frequently. Um, how does that? How does this play into the bigger picture, Steve? Yeah, I, I was thinking because it's you know it's been on my mind uh, this week as we kind of think about this third with one left. You know, there. there I don't know what you call these four EPs. I mean, whether they're chapters or uh, uh, installments. Maybe mm. that's the right word. Maybe it's an installment, really. A bit like it's like making an album in the way Dickens used to write novels. You know, you'd he'd do a an instalment over mm. a month or something over a, over a year. Yeah, this this is the dark instalment. You know, the whole journey, you know, everything's, you know, American wilderness it is this kind of very visceral response to, to the southern states of America and what it looks like to have a wanderer or a vagabond, you know, like we are in, in its impact on us and things. Mm. And then I, I guess this... This whole thing reflects the darker side of of that part of the world. Not you know, and the, and the next one probably reflects more of the lighter side. The lighter of, side, yeah. yeah. And uh, that doesn't make it. It's not miserable. It's not a miserable uh, uh, collection of four songs. But it's 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 a big mistake just because you know we all have a common language. You know, in the famous words of Oscar Wilde, two nations divided by a common language." Common to be yeah. honest, these days. America is a country divided by a common language. You know, it, mm. you know the what people mean and say uh, is very different, even when they're using the the same words. It's kind of odd. And that's one of the things that we wanted to explore when we were talking about how we were putting these. Because we were, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think when we recorded all of these things back at the start, was that the start of this year? I suppose it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Most of them we we you did we did American Wilderness the EP end of last year but then we did the rest of them start of this year yeah and I, I don't i'm not sure if we were thinking about separate eps at that point i can't remember i can't remember but then when we decided to do that we were thinking really carefully about how we group these songs so that they are a uh, their own little world of exploration in themselves yeah and think and thinking of this darker patch which i suppose fortuitously is coming at a time when perhaps the the world wants to sort of be getting out of the darkness a bit thanks to covid over the last yeah. six months um but we wanted to explore that and we purposefully grouped some songs together that were on that darker side and it's it's that's part of the that's part of the intention of them isn't it i, I i'm a great believer in a distinctly unfashionable idea of the american dream you know the american dream sort of wound its way and changed its meaning in America since since the place was put together. And, uh, uh, and yet the dream itself remains a beautiful idea. You know, in a nutshell, yeah. every man and woman is equal. You get where you get in society through your talent and your values. It's, it's incredibly easy to to point a finger and say, oh, yeah, but they don't. And it's true. And they never did. It was never... A truth. It was always a dream, but it's to me, it's the finest dream in the world. And but if you've got to kind of love something, and I love that idea uh, deeply, you've also got to face up to the reality of reality. it. Reality, yeah. Because that makes that makes the dream stronger. And so this 
this bit is yeah is saying look this place does have huge problems uh, and very very dark uh, side to it that makes the dream more important one of the songs do you is a, a co-write between you and me yeah the words for that one um it's a, an interesting i mean in one i'm just looking at one of the um sort of bits of blurb we prepared for the marketing of it and you you call it a, a secular prayer yeah. um which again it's another another step on our religious um oh, yeah. theme on these on these three songs isn't it? <laughs> as you put here wishing someone an authentic and spiritual life despite all the madness and impossibility that surrounds us and that sort of plays directly into what you were just talking about there doesn't it that the the madness and impossibility of that dream but also but this question we're asking do you yeah in this song people will be thrilled to hear that actually it's a chorus song for that song that you can join in very easily because <laughs> there's only there's only there's only two words yeah if you if you can sing the words do you you're in you're hired yeah. and you'll probably um, work it'll probably work in almost any notes you happen to sing yeah too. it's we're all we're singing plenty of notes already just throw some in and join in yeah. do you and uh, so when you listen to that one do do join in on that one for me that one uh, for that song in particular one thing i really like about songs that we sometimes throw out there it has this sort of two two sides to it a dark side and a light side in a way yeah. but they don't necessarily then it's not necessarily obvious which is which yeah. um the the verse in do you actually sounds quite light it's quite simplistic really but it's actually but it's asking actually some really sort of heavy questions in a yeah. way but then and the chorus comes in and the chorus in a way feels heavier and darker but it's actually for me, it's the sort of uplifting bit. Yeah. It's the it's the point where you can you can decide what uh, what action you're taking, what decision you're making, how you're going to respond to that madness and impossibility. Well, I, I haven't got the lyric in front of me. And it's the last line is something along the lines of, "Do you keep going even though you know you can't win?" Yeah, and that's a really important. The only thing you, we have is who we are. Uh, and our identity and uh, what what we stand for. You know, the world can defeat us and knock us down, but that you know that it can't take that a bit away. It can't take the bit yeah. hope. You know, I love the idea of impossible hope. It's the essence of our humanity. I don't want to, I don't want to live in a dream world of denial. I want to I want to be out on the gritty road and knowing that it's as horrible as I think it can be but I can still be a human being there, you know. And I suppose that, lead, that does lead us into talking about Waiting on a Storm, um, which is the other, the, the other new track on the, on the EP that people haven't heard. I remember when I first heard it, I, I could picture exactly how it was going to turn out. Yeah. And it, it spoke to me absolutely instantly. It's like, I know what this, I know what this is, needs to sound like. I know what this world is. I know where this is going. I know what the chorus will sound like. I, it was just... One of those instant flashes for me, which doesn't always happen with our songs. Yeah. Often, often it's pretty quick, but and some of them are a mystery to me until <laughs> until after we've recorded them. And the terrifying um, thing is, some of them remain a mystery to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But waiting for the storm, absolutely, I I knew it as soon as I started to hear it. I mean, I don't think that makes it an obvious song. Um, and uh, how? Do, I mean, how did you put it on the? I'm just looking up these notes again about what you wrote it. So. It's living your life knowing eventually it's going to catch up with you. Yeah. I mean, and that and that does play it. That plays into the same sort of theme, perhaps the other side of the theme. But facing up to things, uh, but you know, sort of living your life, well, knowing things are going to catch up with you. The kind of basis of it is probably five years old or something, you know. Mm. And yeah, it was at a time in my life when I thought 
well, the shit is really hitting a fan now. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, this is it, you know. And yeah. uh, it's as simple as simple. You know, when you've got a feeling like that, then you try and write a bit of a story around it. Somebody who the posse are after for being no good. <laughs> yeah. so. I've always loved playing it live because it's got a great groove to it and it tr- chugs along really nicely and it, it feels like you're sort of it's one of those ones where you feel you step into the stream of it it doesn't yeah. necessarily it doesn't sort of start and finish yeah. you wade into this world and you wade out of it again and yeah. you're you know you've experienced this yeah. you've experienced the song yeah. rather than starting and stopping the song I always loved singing the chorus on this one because yeah. the the backing vocals we get to do they just ca- they came often with for me backing vocals are a bit of a challenge sort of thinking oh, I've got to got to be able to a remember this and b hit the right notes which <laughs> for me as somebody that wasn't ever a singer is quite tricky but actually I've always loved singing this because it just came completely naturally yeah, um, yeah and so. was there and and Kev's as well it just fits sort of New Orleansy piano-y vibe but it's really the guitar shuffle and it just chugs along really nicely it's a, it's um, a it's a distant cousin of another track of ours another song of ours n- no particular blues yeah, I was just about to say, yeah. there's no particular blues vibes about it, isn't there? And I think with it, with the four songs on this EP, you get a little slice of all kinds of different bits of the long road pie. Yeah. Uh, and, you, <laughs> and you get, you know, things like If There's a God Out Here, which feel quite, quite different to begin with. But then they take you somewhere probably a little bit familiar, but then it's it's also dark and murky. It's quite yeah. it's quite a, quite a listen. On a Bridge Across the River, which has that Hammond part, was the first big time we've used the Hammond on this recording. Mm-hmm. It takes you into a different different world. Do you, with this guitar and piano and really th- all sort of thick, velvety vocals in the chorus, yeah. and, the, and Waiting on a Storm with this New Orleans-y, piano-y vibe, mm. I think this EP is a glorious melting pot of the long road's where we've come to. And it's, it has been a journey. You know, We didn't mm. just instantly start making this stuff like this, but we've sort of navigated our way here uh, so out of the darkness is out today yeah. um if if you want to go and have a listen to it please do it's on spotify apple music like i say uh, it's on Bandcamp, and we haven't really spouted about our Bandcamp much before in the past but it's been there for years we just never really talked about it yeah so if you want to um support uh, a great platform that's working hard to support artists um i.e Bandcamp, they need to take a cut of the sales that people make on Bandcamp because they've got to run the platform somehow but they don't take as much nearly as much of a cut as apple or spotify do on these things so if you want to support artists check out Bandcamp. we are on there at um, the vagabond way.bandcamp.com um, the the ep will be on there you can buy all the tracks as download on there along with all our back catalog as well it's on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon. Um, but that's it. That's Out of the Darkness. It's, at, it's All of a sudden, it's the end of October, and it's yeah. released. It's remarkable. So ah! do, go, <laughs> yeah. um, do go check it out if you can. So here is one of the new songs. This is Do You, written by Steve and me, uh, and released on our new EP today. Headphones on, sit back, and get drawn in. Cuts the air 
from the edge of the cliff top do you fly do you
Hello again, everyone, and it's time for another visit to Kev's Cafe Corner. Join me here in my virtual cafe as I now regale you with yet another tale about a record shop that I've visited. Now, we've already been to one in the environs of Boston, but this this is also in Boston, but in a particular area, quite a famous area, the campus of Harvard University that temple of knowledge and learning. I didn't see much evidence of that when I was there. There was a lot of uh, cheerleaders leaping around and doing various acrobatic dancers interpreting their hatred for Yale, which was quite fun. But nevertheless, there are in that area some um, shops and what have you. And there was a small second-hand record shop sort of in a basement. And it was extreme fun to browse through the shelves there. I like those kind of homemade sort of shops, you know, that are tucked away, hidden almost beneath the earth. They seem to invoke the possibility of treasure, sort of like a Tutankhamun's record store, if you will. Anyway, this particular store, I discovered a CD by the guitarist Aldi Miola, and it was his debut solo album called Land of the Midnight Sun. Now, I'd had this on vinyl many years ago in my youth, as I was uh, on a quest to learn, I suppose, the virtuosity of music and the players therein. And I really got quite deeply into jazz rock and, and such like. And uh, I had this album, and it was, it was quite a favourite of mine. It had gone missing in the midst of time, like so many of my early vinyl collection did. So it was great to find it there, and it was only something like $3. So I plucked it out of the rack... And lo and behold, it was signed by Aldi Miola. So I tried to hide that fact from the guy on the till, uh, managed to do so, and walked out of that store with a prized possession of uh, the Aldi Miola album signed by the maestro himself. And perhaps it's another facet of buying second-hand CDs and vinyl. that There's some kind of provenance there, you know? There's... um. There's a history to the ownership of the music and you start to wonder, or at least I do, you know, why would somebody get rid of that, you know, when you've had one of the greatest guitarists on the planet personally sign your album, what would induce you to to sell it? I mean, if you've gone back to vinyl and you want to get rid of your CDs... I would generally understand that, but not when you've got a signed copy. So then my mind, being what it is, starts to wonder to, did the owner pass away? Did he suffer a divorce where the non-understanding wife just flogged all his records or even vice versa? You know, let's not be sexist about it. It's probably a lot of um, women who adore Aldemir Holder's music. So I often have these thoughts when I'm holding in my hands uh, a new purchase of an old product, if you like. I think it gives the music a certain added weight, really, that it's been in somebody's life, it's enriched them, hopefully, and it's been played to many other people. And now you're the custodian of it, really, because one day it will move on, somebody else will own it. And music belongs to us all, I think. It's um, universal and it's necessary. So that's my little story from the record shop in the basement on the Harvard campus. Until next week, take care of yourselves. (laughs) 
Bishop's Daily Bread activities for the last couple of weeks. It's been hella busy here at Vagabond HQ, Northern Branch. I'm just trying to get all of our many ducks in a row for the various projects we've got going on. Uh, but I ha- I've managed to find time. Um, and actually, I suppose, actually forced myself to find time to do baking and cooking. Um, satisfying the need for me to, you know, have food to eat. Uh, but also satisfying the need to to break up what you do in the day or in a week. So you don't just go loopy, sat at a desk you know, making videos or doing social media or planning X, Y, Z or or even spending hours at a keyboard learning or practicing or planning for our upcoming recordings. So what has been coming out of the oven for me for the past few weeks? Actually, I suppose before that, here's a thing I learned, which I didn't know, uh, and perhaps it's useful for me to pass it on to you. Apparently, instant yeast, uh, once you've opened it, you're, you're supposed to keep it in the fridge. Um, I did not know that. Um, I'd always just kept it in the cupboard. Um so I guess that's what kind of spurred me on to retry some recipes that involve yeast in case the um, this new fridged yeast, um, after it's been open a few weeks, reacts differently to the, um, you know, the cupboarded yeast I was using uh, before. Um, anyway, cheese muffins, English muffins with cheese. Uh, the dough for this was an utter delight, so soft and spongy. Uh, and actually, the resultant muffins were really very delicious. Um, but a super easy recipe, uh, and I think just one prove in the end. Highly recommended. Um, do make sure you cut them big enough, though. Mine were sort of 80% of the size I wanted, really. Just needed to be a, a little bit bigger. Uh, and I guess I'm going to discover in the coming months, now I've started making them, just exactly how much grated cheddar you can get into that recipe before it ruins it. More cheese. I also had a bit of a waffle binge. Another of my quests to seek the perfect something. And this time I'm seeking the perfect Belgian waffle. Crispy, um, but light. Uh, I'm trying a recipe right now that's got yeast and buttermilk. Uh, that sits overnight before you griddle it. The first batch I made was with the elderly yeast, uh, so it wasn't great. It was fine, but it wasn't great. Um, the second batch with the new yeast was too thick, but actually tasted good, uh, and the texture was pretty good. Um, but I feel like there was a middle ground of texture to be found there. The last three days uh, have been the slow, gradual process of attempt number two of homemade croissant. Uh, and I'm sad to report that they were pretty bad. Uh, if this had been Bake Off, I'd have been talked about, you know, capital T, capital A, uh, as being at risk. Uh, I think, I think the butter was too cold. Can you believe it? When the prepared slab first went in in the process. So there's a lesson learned there, I think. My obsession to find the, the perfect pizza dough recipe continues. Now I'm working with newer yeast, but also... Uh, double zero flour. Uh, I'm just seeing how that goes. You know, mixed results so far, but I, I'm I'm learning, always learning. Fruited tea cakes again. These were close, but still too many fruits that end up on the outside and just burn in the oven, and and you get this bitter taste. Like how how am I supposed to keep them in? Like when I'm mixing the dough or rolling the dough into the buns, how do you keep the fruit in? And actually, I even accidentally snuck in a tray of brownies this week. Oops. Uh, I mean, they were delicious, but like so unbelievably unnecessary. It's just not true. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you need some totally unnecessary brownies in your life, don't you? That's 
that's it for this week. Thank you for listening wherever in the world you are. Subscribe to the podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts. The next episode will be out next Friday. Join us on YouTube for the Transatlantic Connection show and become part of the Transatlantic Connection movement. Head to youtube.com slash thevagabondway. Find The Vagabond Way on Facebook. Uh, All of our music is on Bandcamp, where you can help support a positive ecosystem for the music industry. Download, streaming, vinyls, CDs, it's it's all there. Thevagabondway.bandcamp.com You can hear our music on Spotify and Apple Music. Go and have a listen, give us a follow. If you like what you hear, share it with your pals who might like it as well. We're on Patreon at patreon.com slash thevagabondway. Big thank you to our Patreons and a special shout-out to... Orla Flynn, James Lydon, Stuart Lydon, Yvette Lydon, and Trish Taylor. Thank you for your ongoing support. Patreon is a great platform that makes it super easy for anyone out there, you, to support content that you love on a monthly basis. It gives you direct access to the people creating the stuff you love, us, hopefully, and you get to play an integral part in shaping the direction of the things that we make. So, become a vagabonder. That's our name for our supporters on Patreon, to help us create music, live performances, books and short stories, this weekly podcast, and our YouTube show, and some new things we're cooking up. As a vagabonder, you can get the recordings and books we make for free, Receive exclusive patron-only merchandise in the post, get regular behind-the-scenes updates from us, unlock access to exclusive live stream performances and Q&As, and lots more. You can help us create something different, something that entertains, and something that inspires others. So, join us on the journey and release The Vagabond Within. Patreon.com slash The Vagabond Way. Thank you once again, brave adventurers, vagabonds, and explorers, for joining us on The Vagabond Way. Remember, the world isn't beige, it's authentic, it's rich, and it's real. Embrace every last bit of it. Until next time, the journey goes ever on with The Long Road. Bye for now. (laughs) 